guys. Welcome back to uh, A&A's Football Talk. How's it going? I'm Andy. And I'm Robin. It's good to be here with you, Andy, again. Absolutely. I've uh, been a little bit of a while since mm-hmm. our last recording. Uh, a lot of life stuff happening, but good news is we're back. Uh, mm-hmm. Full action. Uh, today we're going to start with something something near and dear to our hearts. Uh, mm-hmm. The state of the AFC East, of course, that's the division Buffalo is in. And every week for the next few weeks, we're going to go to each division and look at the strengths and weaknesses. So let us begin. Uh, I think we should start with Robin, the mm-hmm. team that has the uh, least expectations coming into this year, but did some pretty, pretty good moves in uh, not only the draft, but some pretty good moves in free agency, the uh, New York Jets. Yeah, the Jets, um, they had, I think, by far the most... Um draft capital, and I think the Dolphins had about as much, if not a little more, cap room, but between draft capital and um, cap space, the Jets had the most room to improve, and they really went after it. Um, With not any massive names, but a lot of really good um, players that you think fit the scheme, hopefully, uh, much better than the players that they had last year, but they kept a talented O-line together that hopefully stays healthy. Mekhi Beckton was out of shape a bunch of last year, but his rookie year he looked like one of the better left tackles in the league. So if he's healthy, um, they can be really good. And then they have Lincoln Tomlinson. Um, they signed from the Niners to be their guard. Um, a couple of tight ends, Tyler Conklin, C.J. Uzama, D.J. Reed at corner. They signed from Seattle, brought back Braxton Barris at receiver. Um, Jordan Whitehead, really good safety out of Tampa. Um, signed Tevin Coleman, Greg Zerline at kicker. Someone Tom's defense tackle. And then in the draft, they had two uh, top 10 picks, number four and number 10. And number four, they got Sauce Gardner from Cincy. Um, Garrett Wilson at wide receiver from Ohio State, number 10. They then traded back into the first round to get Jermaine Johnson. One of the better pass rushers in the draft um, with one of their early second rounders. Um, and then got the arguably the best running back in the draft in Brees Hall early in the second round. So they basically had four second round, or excuse me, four first round talents added to that roster with a lot of young pieces. And uh, the other big move in the draft was tight end Jeremy Ruckert. So they revamped a lot of the receiver, tight end. Offensive line, secondary, basically across the board, they've reformed the roster. And then they have Shaq Lawson, who was their big free agent signing last year, who tore up his knee coming back. So they've really made, made the roster. Um, is this the right coach with Robert Sala and quarterback Zach Wilson? We'll have to see. Yeah, and then again, I, I've always respected Robert Sala, and you know, right. and again, as a Bills fan, we hope that they're going to be the same old Jets. But mm-hmm. I, I think they might they might turn some heads this year a little bit. I, I mean, with how tough the division, not only just the division, but the conference yeah. is this year, like I think maybe five or six wins would probably be their floor. But like, you know, mm-hmm. and again, honestly, saying with like for what the Jets have been, that's kind of a compliment. Yeah, and I, I'm not even saying saying mm-hmm. that in the negative way. Um, so of course Joe Flacco's back is back. Yeah. I, I just I I, I kind of feel bad for him just because 
Mm-hmm. You know, I know everyone gives him crap, and he is kind of bad now, but yeah. there, there was a reason why he was a Super Bowl MVP. So you, you just kind yeah. of wish he could have mm-hmm. maybe just retire. But, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a very interesting season with the Jets. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we're could be rooting against them just because, you know, we're Bills fans. But, yeah. Um, they have a talented roster, and if they can put it together. Yeah. They're kind of at where the Bills were back in, um, i trying to remember what, how many years ago it's been. Two or three now. years ago, yeah, when they had Josh Allen as a rookie, yeah. And then, so yeah, this might be, um, mm-hmm. again, might be Zach Wilson's second year, kind of how Josh started to be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I don't think they'll sneak into the playoffs like the Bills did. Yeah. Just, again, only because how tough the whole conference is getting. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, again, it's going to be some exciting football, especially division. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, going down to uh, the South Beach, in my opinion, mm-hmm. the team that, you know, again, I, I don't think the Bills really needed so much improvement, of course. So I, I don't mm-hmm. think – so that being said, I think the team with the most improvement has been the mm-hmm. Dolphins, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, this is, in my opinion, a prove it year for, you know, you know, mm-hmm. for um, <clears throat> Tua. And yeah. again, uh, the past few years, not again. I, I won't hold anything against Tua, but like this is definitely. Mm-hmm. You have all these weapons. You got. Uh, am I saying his name right, Nathaniel Hackett? Uh, no, it's uh, Mike McDaniel actually. Mike McDaniel from the yeah. Niners. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett went to Denver. That's. And everyone's going to laugh at me mm-hmm. right now. I don't know why. I always get those two confused. They're both yeah. offensive-minded guys who, you know, now have an opportunity to coach their own team, so. Yeah, the, the only thing that shocked me was was the trade they had. Because like, when, Ty, when Tyreek Hill came in, mm-hmm. I thought, like, like again, I'm not... It's not so much I worry, but you don't, you don't, you don't underestimate your opponents. Like, they had yeah. that three-headed wide receiver group and then they just traded him so in my opinion that might be the one thing that might break them this mm-hmm. this year is that that trade but other than that like are you talking the Devonte parker or the hill trade yeah yeah the, the, the Devonte parker trade oh. that was just yeah to me it was just a little shocking just like well i think because, because like, they signed um cedric wilson and they had waddle they probably thought there was like an overload at that position i think I guess, yeah. yeah. I mean, I do. I will say they do have mm-hmm. seventeen million left in cap space. And, yeah. You know, I, I, again, that's just again. I'm just a fan looking at, so I'm not a. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I'm definitely not a. You know, sports. You know, professional sports analyst yet. But. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they made some great strides. Yeah. Um, I I think at best they they will win. Not when they'll get in the wild card, just because. Mm-hmm. And again, I I think we we speak for many Bills fans. It's not really arrogance. It's just how the teams are built right now. Yeah. I think we have the best team in the division, but mm-hmm. I, I think at best the <clears throat> that the Dolphins will be a, definitely a wild card contender this year. And mm-hmm. and again, like like what was I'm trying to remember what that. Uh, one of those shows, all, all, yeah, all or nothing. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, you know, put up a shut up time for Tua. And, you know, yeah. as always, as a fan of another team, you, you 
kind of don't want to wish him well, but at the same mm-hmm. time, as respect for players, you know, mm-hmm. you know, this is you're kind of hoping that he'll finally break that ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, I mean, like across the board on the offense, it wasn't just the receiving core. I mean, we got Hill, and then they signed Wilson. Well, they signed Wilson beforehand, and then at running back, they bring in Edmonds, Chase Evans from Arizona. Raheem Mostert, who was there with Mike McDaniel in San Francisco, injury prone a bit, but he has elite speed at times. And then you have the Ola, and then they brought Sony Michelle in the backfield as well. Teron Armstead, they got from New Orleans, who, when he's healthy, he's an elite left tackle. Connor Williams from Dallas inside. So everything, for the most part, that they could do to make his job easier, to his job easier, they've done. I mean, they basically have thought, well, hopefully we'll have the same defense as last year with the same personnel, even though they went from Brian Flores to Mike McDaniel. So no guarantee that that will remain as good, but I think that's their thought process while investing a bunch more into um, the um, offense as a whole. And then the one big thing on defense was making sure that Xavier Howard was happy with his contract. But, yeah, I mean, it's all... Tua has to prove it, and if he doesn't get him to the postseason, maybe win a game in the postseason, they could look to upgrade that position with two first-round picks next year. Yeah, they. Oh wow, they didn't they? I'm trying to remember what what was it they sent to the Chiefs? Because I, I know they still have a few. It was five draft picks. I know it's at least a. It was at least the one, and then there was a second rounder as well. Let me. So they Tyreek Hill. Um, let me check this real quick. Um, Tyreek Hill. It was a 2022 first round, second round pick, number 50. Um, and then fourth, and then a fourth rounder this year, and then a fourth and a sixth next year. And then that's, they gave him yeah, a four-year, $120 million contract. That's a, not only is a pretty good contract, but, uh, yeah, that's, again, the, the Dolphins have been doing great, and I, I have a lot of respect for Mike McDaniels. The only, hmm. I, and I get why it happens, because of politics, but it just seems like Brian Flores is building such a good culture there. It's going to be yeah. very interesting to see what they're mm-hmm. going to be, how they're going to be like, you know, with that, with this new regime. Yeah. So, and they, and look what happened last year. They came so, even though they lost a bunch of games in the beginning, they won what, like six or seven games in a row. And they almost snuck back in last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, I, I definitely will not count the, you know, the dolphins out. And I really, mm-hmm. Very curious to see what they'll be at. You know, they always get a, give a loss to uh, mm-hmm. the Patriots, which always makes me smile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they gave them two uh, last year. Oh my God! Yeah, that's right yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And then speaking of, of, of the uh, the Pats, we of mm-hmm. course got to uh, talk about the hoodie. In yeah. my opinion, mm-hmm. the, the Darth Sidious of the NFL. Yeah, and. I honestly don't think this man's going to retire until he gets at least one more ring. Mm. He Speaking might be waiting a long time, but... I, I, that's the one thing, like, I will never underestimate that man. Yeah. Just 
he it's just incredible what he can do with with like the talent and mm. I, I I still think the Bills are gonna win the division, but mm. in my in my opinion, I, I still again there's no way you can predict who's going to be in the playoffs this year. Because mm. again, most I think all of the divisions in in the AFC are just so tough to decide, but. Mm. Um, I'd say it's 50-50 if they make it back in. Yeah. Just because, again, just because how good the, the, the Dolphins are, I think. Mm-hmm. Depending, I think the Jets might actually win a game or two in our in the division this year. They could, yeah. The town. But uh, what do you think about the Pats, uh, what, they, what they've done in the past year? I mean, I'm still shocked mm-hmm. that they, 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 the Dolphins, that's the bigger thing about the mm-hmm. Devontae Parker trade is like, you, you you traded him into the division, which mm-hmm. is just like to me to this day is still I'm mm-hmm. still scratching my head over that. So I think with the Patriots, the big thing is that they lost um, J.C. Jackson a corner, and now your number one corner is um, I believe Jalen Mills, and then they signed Terrence Mitchell and a couple other guys in the secondary. Um, they lost they let go of Kyle Van Noy, who's their big one of their big linebacker leaders, but he was getting old and a little banged up. Um, Ted Karras at center, they couldn't bring him back. And as a whole, they were trying to bring free agents back, but it was easier to do that when you had Brady taking less money and also recruiting those guys and guys they were looking at like Leonard Fournette and a couple other linemen, and they couldn't bring them in because guys were getting better money and better opportunity in other places. And Josh McDaniels leaving the head coach, or excuse me, the offensive coordinator position to be the head coach in Oakland. Um, they still haven't picked one specific guy to be that offensive coordinator. And some combination of Matt Patricia, Belichick, and Joe Judge, you know, to run the offense. How's that going to work? Can you get anywhere near that level? I don't know if you can. Um, they did, and they traded Shaq Mason, their guard, to Tampa for fifth rounder. Um, the Devontae Parker pick helps a little, pickup helps a little bit, but it is a steep price, a third round pick next year for him and a fifth rounder this year. Um, so I think he adds to the receiving core, but um, he's one of those guys that's really good catching back shoulders in the year he was with Fitzpatrick in Miami year or two there. They were really good connection there, and I don't know if Max that same type of player who will just um, throw it up um, whenever and know how to throw it like that, like Fitzpatrick did with Parker and Stevie Johnson way back. Um, and then their draft as a whole um, just wasn't too impressive. There was a bunch of reaches. The Cole Strange pick was somebody that probably could have been had late second at the earliest. Um, Taekwon Thorne at receiver. They've never drafted receivers high well, whether it's Chad Jackson, um, Aaron Dobson, a few other guys. Um, Deion Branch is probably, and that's like almost 20 years ago, Deion Branch is probably the last guy that they drafted early, um, I think it was second round, that ended up being a good receiver. They normally either sign guys, trade for them, or get them... um, very late in the draft, like Edelman, for example. Um, they did add another back, Pierre Strong, a couple corners, Marcus Jones, Jack Jones in the draft. But overall, that draft really didn't do much. And you could make the argument that 
yes, they have maybe probably the best coach and probably a decent quarterback. But if you take those things out of it, you look at just rosters, you can make a case that the Patriots have the least talented roster because there's very little um, elite players on, even though the defense played Super Bowl last year, you take away someone like J.C. Jackson, who's a shutdown guy for about everything except maybe the games against Stephon Diggs, um, and then Van Noy getting cut, and then Dante Hightower and a few other guys getting up there in age. They don't really have elite players, and they did spend a lot of money to bring in two elite tight ends last year, and that hasn't really panned out as of yet with Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. Um, So as a whole, I think that roster is definitely um, very though in terms of talent when you compare it to Buffalo, of course, and then it's really a toss-up between them and then what you get with Miami and um, the Jets. And the the strange thing for me is, like, I still think they're going to do better than the Jets just because, again, I don't think there could be a 50, again, a 50-50 if they'll even make wild card, but, Mm. again, the reason they do so well is just, like, you hate the man, but you got to respect Belichick's talent. But yeah, yeah it, it, it still feels like they're trying to build the team new. And, mm. and I will give the devil his due, like he said about two or three years ago, when like they're mm. questioning some of the moves and stuff. And he said, "Well, we sold out for three Super Bowls." You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. I, I would do that in a heartbeat. You know, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> yeah. But uh, for them, I, I think for both. I forgot to say what my, my, my prediction kind of is for, mm. again, this is pretty early because, you know, the season hasn't even started yet, but I think there will be around 9 to 11 wins this year in mm. the, uh, the Pats. And kind of maybe with the Dolphins. Dolph- again, the Dolphins are the one team I really don't know yeah. what they're going to be like because, again, they had the – in my opinion, they had the, the, the highest ceiling – to the lowest floor, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone like they're just they could be very either very great or they could fall. This yeah. Year in the Dolphins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it could be very exciting. And then of course, last but mm-hmm. not least, uh, how about the Bills? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I have just been loving what Brandon Dean has been doing the past few months. It's mm-hmm. just been just just been incredible. Like. Not only do I think we'll win, and again, I, I don't try to be arrogant. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. just seeing the talent, what we've been doing the past few years. Our one issue was we are not very good at getting uh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes for pass rushing. What did we do? Mm-hmm. We brought some familiar faces. This is how much people love Buffalo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, our Shaq Lawson and Jordan Phillips came back and to help mm-hmm. with help with the line and you know, bring in experience, we got, in my opinion, the best tight uh, tight end, defensive end slash yeah. linebacker and Von Miller. And and just so everyone listening, uh Robin, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little confused as well. Uh um Von Miller, why is he considered an outside linebacker in those so a lot of times he lines up as a defensive end? Uh because I believe he started out as a four three linebacker in Denver, but he would on pass rushdowns go to um, the edge, and then last year in um, St. Louis, it was very similar, except it was 3-4, and he also, I think, was 3-4 a part of the time in Denver when they had um, him and um, Bradley Chubb 
So, uh, yeah, I normally, I, he's going to be said to be a linebacker, but he's basically there to run as a defensive end um, and rush the passer, but he's going to do it sometimes standing up or with his hand in the dirt. So, so I, I think hmm. we, it's a fair, I, I really think the Bills have such a great chance to not only win the division, but mm. I'd say it's a 60 to 80% chance mm. we'll get the number one seed. And mm. the re- reason I say that is if you're looking at the other divisions, the West, you yeah. cannot tell me, mm-hmm. like, four, all four of those teams have a possibility of while they'll be the, number, the, the division leader. Yeah. Uh, the North right now is, I, I, again, I think. I think when we get into the north, yeah, I think that I think the Bengals might eke in because again, the Ra- and again you don't know because the Ravens can make a comeback. Yeah. Like that's another division you really don't know who's going to mm-hmm. shape up. And right now the, the Titans are kind of in disarray, so it's, yeah. that that division is going to be up for grabs. So it's it's pretty exciting and. And like everyone agree- agrees in Buffalo and Bills fans, I am loving. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Brandon Bean does like this, this week we got Tavon Austin yeah. as like, you know, and I think that'll probably be the last receiver we, we pick mm-hmm. up. But I, I have a feeling that he's, I have a feeling that we might get one more player. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it would be. Maybe like a veteran cornerback just yeah. to help. Maybe just help out backfield. But it's going to be a very exciting year. Uh, what, what are some of the things you're looking forward to for the Bills and some of the pickups in your opinion? So, as you said, Miller's the big one. Um, and they found a way to kind of get – they were paying Colby's around $7, 8000000 million um, that was looking at, and then um, they decided to move on from him or it's kind of mutual. As a result, they get O.J. Howard in um, with that money as well as bringing Jameson Crowder, who I think – the two of them can be really solid and make plays and also give them the versatility to both be that spread and also multiple tight end offense. Um, they bring in, it'll be interesting to see if there is a roster spot for Tavon Austin with McKenzie, Isaiah McKenzie brought back as well, but either one or the two of them can do some very versatile things in terms of catching um, quick passes out of the backfield, running reverses, um, again, giving multiple and versatile options, which I didn't think they had last year until they were forced to use it. And now that they've added some speed with those two guys, um, really keeping, bringing in defensive line help as a whole with Phillips, Daquan Jones, and Settle, and Shaq Lawson. They're going to be, feels like they're going to be deeper and bringing guys they're more familiar with. Um, the one thing that they didn't do in the draft, which they kind of addressed in free agency, was address the interior of the offensive line. Um, but keeping Ryan Bates and then getting some depth pieces, pieces like um, David Quisenberry, Greg Mance, Bobby Hart along the offensive line is huge. Um, and then also, if they can find a way to get Jordan Poyer the way that they gave Diggs the big contract, that'll just help boost the morale and everything else. And I think they will. Like the mm-hmm. way they're, like I think the way that they're restructuring it, mm-hmm. like the salary cap this year. Like I think they're going to make a deal with with because he loves not only does he love the team Jordan, yeah. he mm-hmm. love he loves the duo with him and Micah. Yeah. So 
I, I really think that there's going to be a few players that you know retire, and I think mm-hmm. he'll they'll do something where they might this year he might make a little less on paper just so we can mm-hmm. this help the cap because the one nice thing of all these deals going on TV deals you know with Amazon and potentially. Um, mm-hmm. Apple, because as we know, I can't remember exactly when, but sometime in the next few months, they're finally going to figure out mm-hmm. uh, the contract with uh, DirecTV is up, and everyone's been agreeing that DirecTV's price is pretty, pretty expensive for oh, yeah. a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But uh, the rumor is they might split it up, like just for people with satellites and yeah. restaurants, they might let DirecTV do the satellite business mm-hmm. of Sunday Ticket. Yeah. But yeah, so... Basically, what I'm trying to say is the salary cut is going nowhere but up. So I think they could make a deal with Jordan to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, reduce his salary this year. And I think he wants to retire here. So, yeah. and again, this this is must what be a lot of fans felt like in the '90s, like mm-hmm. how good this team oh, yeah. is. But it's about capitalizing, so yeah. So yeah, a lot, a lot of. A lot to uh, look forward to. And um, uh, just want to review their draft real quick. Um, oh, yeah, it? of course. Yep. So, Kier Elam getting him out of Florida to be hopefully their corner two of the future and maybe play a big role this year. Um, fingers crossed that Trey Davis White's ready day one, if not around that time early in the season. Uh, James Cook gives them that running back um, out of Georgia, that ability to both break away in the run game here and there with his downfield speed of also run routes, whether it's, you know, digs or um, streak routes, which he did a few times in college and real routes and getting downfield. And that's an element that they haven't had. Um, Terrell Bernard and Baylin Spector, those two linebackers out of Baylor and Clemson respectively, adding to some depth there and getting the punter, Matt Ariza, who, has the massive leg, probably the best leg of any punter. Um, if you can be consistent, you can go younger and cheap at that position like you did a kicker. And the one that could be the huge steal is Khalil Shakir out of Boise State because he has some of that Robert Woods-esque ability to make plays um, out of that slot, also plays some outside. And one YouTuber, Brett Coleman, has like a really great video about how um, he could be Maybe not early in the year, but um, by the middle to the end of the year, a big piece to that offense that, um, you know, can be huge for them. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, before we get on to our last topic, if, mm-hmm. if you could choose, uh, mm-hmm. I have a feeling the last position they might, the last thing they might mm-hmm. sign a free agent in is cornerback, like we were saying, just yeah. to help out a little bit, just mm-hmm. in my opinion. Just, just in the off chance, you know, not only is Tredavious, you know, not ready enough, but mm-hmm. like him, and the, like I just think there might be one more person possibly. Yeah. Who who would you get if there's any, is there any free agency that you, you think of? I was big into Bryce Callahan before he got picked up by the Chargers. Now they have four corners between him, J.C. Jackson, Asante Samuel Jr., Michael Davis. But um, Joe Hayden's still out there. I would have liked to have seen if they had gotten a James Bradbury, but he wanted um, bigger money. I'm sure that they would have been able to offer Steven Nelson, who's been good for both the Steelers and the Eagles in the past. Um, I mean, I think they've had talks with Hayden, but 
Um, they may feel like if Elam does really well in camp that they might just stick with him and uh, um, Dane Jackson as guys on the outside. And then Saran Neal might get more playing time. Teron Johnson's already in the slot. And again, if Trinavis White's healthy, um, you really don't really need to add another corner. But. Very good. And then, uh, do you think uh, I, I've been hearing some rumblings that people want Richard Sherman as an insurance mm. thing? Do you think that's a little? Is he? Do you think he's a little past his prime, or do you think he's good for what he is now? I think. I mean, I think he's probably closing, closing in on doing his more analyst stuff and more his post career stuff. If you wanted to bring it in minimum salary, sure, but I don't think minimum salary really attracts him with all the other opportunities post-playing career that he has. But, you know, that that would be like the one caveat is if he'd be willing to take that little amount of money because he is a decent scheme fit, but I just don't know what's left on those um, yeah, like, for him. Yeah, like if, if they offered him like a veteran... I can't remember. Isn't it like the veteran minimum, like a three or four million dollar kind of? I think it's even less than that, but it. Yeah, I think it's like somewhere between one point two or two million something to that. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. He did sign mm. the, the 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 minimum mm. with uh, the Bucks last year. Yeah, which you're right. It was like about one point two, mm. one point three. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff. You know. And again, at the end of the day, it's not that big of a thing if yeah. you sign a veteran minimum for somebody for insurance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, really looking great for the Bills this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so moving to our next topic, guys, um, guys and girls, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we, we want to do the AFC North next week. But we yeah. think before we discuss the North, you know, we mm-hmm. have to talk about the elephant in the room, yeah. and that's what what's going on with Sean Watson. Uh, just one second. Yeah. I just had to take a swig of water, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, I kind of get why, Robin, mm-hmm. why the Browns would sign him. And again, his talent is, is we're not denying his talent, but yeah. it's just like, I'm just shocked. That, like, I don't think they did as, a, as thorough an investigation no. yeah. as they should have had. And, and let alone, it's kind of a slap in the face mm-hmm. of not even just just Baker, and again, mm. that's just, I'm more a fan of Baker, but like, of all players, like, you, this guy is, mm. and again, I'm not saying he did or did, like, again, it's all allegedly, but even it's still, he's alleged for 20, now 24, you gave him the biggest mm. fully guaranteed oh, yeah. contract of all time, and I think I was listening to Rich Eisen and Pat McAfee, like, the mm. way his contract is written, even if he never plays again, I, I still think he gets a, a oh, sizable yeah. amount of that money, if not all of it, and it's just like, I don't know what the Browns were thinking. It's, they just like, and for my opinion, I again, I know mm. Baker, you know, does doesn't, you know, it's just saying, oh, oh this is awesome because mm. you know, but like at the same time though, they're probably going to go to him and like, oh, so he might be out definitely this year, or if not, the mm. so you want me to come back, huh? Mm-hmm. So it just it also seems like Baker, you know, might have a <clears throat> might have all the poker, might have the whole. As I say, like the poker's uh, the best hand right now, but it's just, it's just I I can't like this is stuff they said about what you know the, in the article that mm-hmm. came out this week. I, I believe it was New York Post, uh, New York Times. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, New York Times. Yes, yeah. and it's just and again, it's just I always 
always the I always believe just wait till the end to see stuff because again look look what happened with Johnny Depp you know when it came out you know he was blacklisted and years later founds out that he was the innocent one but at the same time there's always this the saying about if there's smoke there's fires just yeah you know, I, I just don't know what is going on if he's ever going to play again it's yeah. just it's it's just insane I don't know uh, what your two cents on this whole situation is. Yeah, so as a whole, the New York Times thing, I mean, there's the 24 lawsuits, and then the Times um, piece was basically saying that in the 17 months where these things were going on, and this was um, dating back to late 2019 with, you know, the massage area that he was going to in, like, a Houston strip mall, um, you know, over a 17-month period, he had seven or 66 excuse me, um, 66 different, you know, masseuses in that time. And, um, some of them, um, didn't sue, but were still, you know, had their stories put in that article about, you know, things that made them uncomfortable. And, um, as a whole, that, um, whole situation feels like that whole piece did more to, um, try and see what exactly went down, even though it's not fully clear than whatever, you know, the millions, uh, the billion dollar um, football teams have in terms of, you know, their big security firms and everything like that and their connections. And, you know, maybe it's one of those things where, and it wasn't just Cleveland. I mean, you know, there were three other teams, Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta. And I think both New Orleans and Atlanta probably thought at some point that they had um, a deal with them. And at the time they probably feel like, Ugh. you know, we lost out on it, but now I, I'm wondering in hindsight, they're probably like, we avoided, you know, uh, dodging a bullet. Yeah. And, and then I, I think the Browns are doubly screwed. Cause I, I don't think he would have gotten the, the full guarantee from the other teams. Mm -hmm. The reason that he got that was from yeah. the Browns. Cause the Browns, if I remember correctly from a few months ago, the Browns were originally out. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the last minute, they kind of came back in. So, mm -hmm. So, I mean, if, if you're a baker, Robin, like, you got to think, like, I mean, mm. what, he, what he's like, oh, you know, I'll tell you what, you guys got about 20 million cap mm. space right now, the team's full, if you, you give me almost all of that, I'll play this, like, it's just, it's I'm, it's interesting to see what's going to happen to the Browns, yeah. for not only just this year, but in the, in the few years future, mm. but uh, I, I'm wondering, at a certain point, they got to put them on the exempt list, so mm. just to, like, yeah. they solve all this, just... Yeah, it's just, and again, I just, mm. I just wish we could talk about, you know, mm. football. But you know, sometimes yeah. we do have to discuss these top topics. And mm. one thing, if, if I again, we always say if we're a commissioner, but like, I really think there should be like a system set in place of initial suspensions, like if mm. you, for the for crime. Like, it's just scary that like um, Calvin Ridley's right now suspended indefinitely because yeah. he. It wasn't even that lot of them. I think only bet a few thousand dollars. Fifteen hundred, I think, overall. Yeah. yeah. And Martavis Bryant is suspended indefinitely just because he likes smoking marijuana. Mm. Yeah, same with Josh Gordon. Like, Although I think they've gone down on those, but like removed those massive suspensions out. But yeah. But you know, and again, it's just we'll see what's going to happen. But I, I think mm. at the very least, he, Deshaun will not play this year. And again, we're not. Again, we're not saying he's not talented. He, he was oh, yeah. four or five most talented quarterbacks. It's just it's sad to see this trap, this stuff happen. You know, mm. it is. 
and like Rashison said on his show this week, it's like if and again, it, I all say is it does seem like it is the case that these again just because how many allegations there are. Yeah. But you know, it's just just wish you could talk about football. But uh, so now that we said that, you know, um, I do have like one or two things I do want to oh, finish up with that. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely right. So I think, uh, yeah, so I think, so I think um, the Baker contract, as I know, is I think $18 million, and I think it's fully guaranteed regardless of if they were to keep him or cut him. Um, they did bring in Jacoby Brissett and Josh Dobbs in the quarterback room. So I'm wondering if they probably thought at some point it would be like six to eight game suspension Maybe it's a year, but probably not. They're probably thinking six to eight games. We can survive with Jacoby and um, Josh Dobbs with a good run game and decent defense. And now you're looking at it. It might very well be one year, if not more. Um, And I think Albert Breer from Sports Illustrated said there could be some sort of decision with the next week or two, what the league office does. I'm wondering if they already put Watson on the exempt list last year I could be wrong but would they do it again even though it it's obviously a few more um accusations but it's the same um type of thing that he was accused of last year although was it he didn't want to play for the Texans anyway so um and then since the Texans may or may not have known about it do they get in trouble at some point and then you look at the Browns, too, is it's like not only do they invest that big contract, but they make the stipulation so that he would only lose like a million dollars this year in salary if he were to miss out um, this year because most of it is in bonus money that wouldn't be touched through suspension, I think. Um, but he hasn't, and then they you know invested three first-rounders and more. So, I mean, if he doesn't get to play in the next one or two years or Further on, it's looking like one of the worst, if not the worst, trade in NFL history. But again, it's, it's one of those things that we have to see going forward. And it's not like, and they're at the point where like the Browns can't do like a do back now that, that mm, they're yeah. they don't have those picks anymore. And it's just, and if he doesn't play, he's still going to have a few hundred million dollars at, at yeah. the end of the day. And I'm looking at it right now, and mm. all, like. There's only like four. Let's say right now, looking at the um, spot track, the free agents that are quarterbacks right now. Mm-hmm. There's only four or five people that have some name. Like there's mm-hmm. Fitz, Brian Fitzpatrick, but he's retired now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and quickly, fingers crossed, he because they say they would love him too. So hopefully, mm-hmm. he'll sign that one day, mm-hmm. uh, that one day contract with the Bills and retire as a Bill. Uh, Cam Newton's available, but you know, yeah, his and again, nothing against Cam, but you know, his if you've been watching him play the past two years, yeah. his uh, tire, as I say, the, you know, the tires are off there. Uh, Mike mm. Glennon and then AJ McCarron, yeah, and again, and again, nothing against AJ, but you know, so just yeah, the Browns are at a wall right now, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll see what it is. I mean. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about more about Baker, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. next week with the AFC North. But yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. So mm-hmm. next week we're going to be talking about the the state of the AFC North and mm-hmm. talk about uh, the commissioner because there's a few things going on with the commissioner right now. He's I think if he's being requested to appear either before Congress, I can't remember what what, mm-hmm. what it was 
like the thing going on with Dan Snyder, and then, yeah. then at the same time, John Gruden's lawsuits going on. So a lot of interesting stuff happening to the NFL. I think both mm-hmm. the league and the Browns are just hoping the season starts sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's you know a couple months away, and still a lot to sort out between now and camp and preseason, and when the games that count actually get started. Yeah, it's going to be very, very entertaining few months. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, that's going to do it for us today. Again, this is Andy and Robin uh, at Football Talk. You guys have a good one. Yep. Thank you. You too.